Welcome back to Liam Bray Show. I'm Ron Jones, your co-host, with my youngest daughter, Ronnie Jones, who returns to our show again. And we're going to be discussing her very first year as a distance runner at the high school level, actually in her whole life, because she just started about a year ago last week. So welcome back, Ronnie. Um, thank you. Yes, it's been quite a year for you, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a year. So I uh, was going over your your race results, and I just thought this would be a great show because you've learned so much and you've developed a little sage wisdom. And uh, so I thought we'd just spend some time talking about what you learned in distance running. So I'll, I'm going to give the listeners just a little bit of a background story. Ronnie, uh, of course, you know, I'm a runner and I photographed the Badwater Ultra Marathon, so she's grown up in a running culture, but really wasn't that interested in running other than an occasional jog or two. And uh, last June, um, we finally did some training for about two weeks before her summer season started. And so she only had about a two-week base going into cross country. And then you went from that to going up to Mammoth in uh, – how many weeks after you started with the team, you went to Mammoth? Um, I'd say like four, four weeks. Yeah. So after about four weeks, she was up running at Elevation at Mammoth, which is a very um, high-level uh, ski area in California on the backside of Yosemite and where a lot of the cross-country teams go in the summer and they spend – you spent how many days, 10? Um, I spent seven days there and actually it was three weeks. Three weeks. Mm. Three weeks in, uh, spent seven days there doing two-a-day training sessions. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. So you ramped up quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, and if you know anything about distance running, your, your summer base is critical to your success in the fall. It's virtually impossible to come in in the fall and just start running and, and do really well. You have to run over the summer. Um, not necessarily as intensely, but you definitely are building a base. So that was all new to you last summer. It was. So what did you think about, uh, I guess we'll, we'll just, if you, if you had a word to describe your first year running or a, a phrase or just a sound bite, what would it be? Maybe a, a, a quote by, uh, Steve Free Freefontaine. All right. I, I always uh, gave it my best. Like the the quote he he said, like to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. I always try my hardest. Mm hmm. Um. Mm hmm. So that guided you. Some indoctrination of Prefontaine history was helpful. Mm hmm. Yes. Well, you know, you know the story. Not everyone knows the story, but my uh, my mentor was Norm Hoffman from Oregon, and he was personal friends with Steve Prefontaine. So I grew up being taught by Norm in cycling, and listening to Prefontaine stories about when Steve would um, stop at his house when he was racing at Bakersfield College, and and they would hang out together, and just being two guys from Oregon that were world class runners, it was fun to hear those stories and passing those on to you and your brother and other people that want to listen. So, um, yeah, Ronnie, you're, uh, I just want to say, not, not just as your dad, but just as, as a person that's watched you run, you're, you're an exciting runner. People like to watch you run because you're just, you're just exciting to watch. 
I don't know if you realize that, but I've had many people come up to me and just their faces are just beaming because they just love to watch you run because you're re- you're a very gutsy runner. Uh, and Ronnie, she's a very hard worker. She's first in, last out, and uh, you'd have to cut her, you know, cut her shoes off or something to get her not to go to a, a workout. So you're very dedicated. But what did you what did you learn in the summer? Like going into the summer, you didn't really know what to expect. I mean, you went from like me kind of forcing you to go running <laughs> mm-hmm. to waking me up at 5 a.m. and not wanting to be late for practice. So how how did the summer go for you? Why what caused you to snap around so fast? What what was it you felt? I I just felt like I uh had a reason i felt like i was gonna go somewhere with that Mm. and i also made some very good friends that uh somewhat helped guide me through it Mm -hmm. like through the being a freshman like you get you get a lot of friends that are older Mm -hmm. um and i i just enjoyed it i enjoyed the team aspect and the the hard work and the sweating Mm-hmm. The way like water tastes after you <laughs> after you've earned it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we called you the frisky freshy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and now you're going into your sophomore year. You're getting ready to turn fifteen. You did have a lot of mentoring from the the older girls. I noticed, and you had some of them kind of take you under their wing, and they they were amused by you being so. I mean, for one thing, you were a freshman, but you were a very rookie freshman at running. You you basically were brand new. You just now completed your first full year of distance running, which is, I don't know anyone that's had a first year like you. I can't think of anyone. I mean, I'm I'm talking about going back 40-plus uh, years of running. You know, it's it's pretty amazing. So tell your first race— and and how how many miles do you race your for Frostsoft freshman year? What was the distance? Uh, freshman year, the first race was the fastback shootout. It was two miles. Two miles. And my time was fourteen eleven. Fourteen eleven. And how did you feel after that very first real race? Well, I realized I had an insane kick. Yes. <laughs> um, I got twenty fifth place if i remember Mm -hmm. and if i ran that race again i would win considering i'm like two minutes faster than that time two minutes faster now probably over two Mm. um i remember feeling like dead when i was racing it i was like oh my gosh like i that feeling went away like the next few races but it was a interesting experience maybe we should go back to your um middle school race where you <laughs> you got totally smoked and your uh, how was that a two mile race it was two and a half i think yeah and that was an interesting experience to watch you basically get your butt kicked yeah that never <laughs> happened again though that's right you learned <laughs> you learned from that experience you didn't train for it i had no training you had no training nope. So you know, you obviously you have pretty good genetics. I mean, your mom and I have a, a a good athletic resume. But I've known so many people over the years that had great genetics and they didn't do anything with them. 
So one thing I like about you is you, you've taken what you were born with and you're, you're taking advantage of the opportunity, which is something that we talk about at home a lot. Um, because so many times people just don't do that. It's right in front of them and they won't seize the moment. So, uh, you've really embraced that and it's, um, it's been exciting to see you fulfill your potential. I really don't know how you could have done any better than you did that first year. It's quite remarkable. So run down some background on your times. Like um, you basically started with the two miles uh, at the fastback, but your regular races were three miles. Three miles. So what was your first three-mile time, and what, what's your three-mile time now going into your sophomore year? My f- Three mile time for my first, yeah, my first three mile race as a freshman was the Seaside Invitational, and that was after Fastback. I'd say like a week after, and I got 21 24. Um, and that was a completely flat race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't run three miles in track, and three miles is when I, and track is when I really peaked. Mm hmm. So my most updated three mile time is twenty twenty five, but I know I can run so much faster than that because for two miles in track I was getting twelve minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, track. I remember um, when when cross country ended. You were so excited about cross country, and you're all about cross country, and you were like, ah, I don't want to run track. I go, No, you really need to run track because that's that that's going to really help your form and give you a lot of snap and speed. And then once you got into track, you you love track. <laughs> it's fun. And I must say, you do have an explosive kick. You have a vicious kick. I mean, it's it's pretty hard for someone to get around you that last couple hundred meters. And that, that's one of the reasons why people like to watch you. Um, it is exciting. That we always used to pride ourselves in finishing with a kick. I mean, as a di- distance runner, you know, that's if you're not doing that, then you're not worthy mm-hmm. you know what do you so what do you think uh talk to us about the the mentoring part like some of your some of your girls like what do they how do they guide you and and help you on the team aspect because a lot of times people think of distance running as a loner sport but it is a team sport um and I have found over the years as a cross-country team member and as a cross-country coach that it's really quite a family atmosphere usually, uh, more so than other sports, I think. How do, what do they, what do they, how do they help you? Um, definitely by the upperclassmen. They, <laughs> some of them really enjo- enjoyed to uh, drive me around and <laughs> um, hang out with me. I mean, one, because I was a freshman, but two, I was on varsity and that's just, rare mm-hmm. um they guided me and they told me like what boxing in was mm-hmm. they boxed me in on the workouts sometimes you guys <laughs> got had fun. teased a lot you did get teased <laughs> a lot <laughs> i think they're very amused by you so you 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 made the varsity team your first year which mm-hmm. is uh why don't you explain the the toughness of the Foothill League? Because um, we're we're here in Southern California, so tell people what that league is like. The Foothill Foothill League is one of the hardest leagues like ever in our 
I can't remember if it's in the state or in the country, but it's a very hard league. We have Saugus and West Ranch. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult league for distance running. Right, and Saugus High School next door is a legendary cross-country program that has multiple state championship teams. Mm-hmm. And you had the honor of running against the fastest girl and, and the national champion uh, for 2018. You want to tell us about that experience and what, what that was like and who she was and what you learned from her? Um, Her name was uh, Mariah Castillo. She's a very nice person. Mm-hmm. She's extremely fast, but what I like about her is she's extremely nice, too. Mm. There are some runners that think they're like all that because they're fast, but she's a good person, too, and she's very fast just perfect form yeah she's amazing she's a beautiful runner to watch i got to photograph her numerous times and get some nice shots of her and uh and being at the finish line when she finished you know in a state of exhaustion she was always um obviously tired but she she has a lot of poise and composure and i i think you paid attention to that a lot um and that it's such an honor. I don't know if you, at 14 years old, can fully grasp this right now, but as a as a guy that's been around running a long time and been around a lot of world-class runners, I think you're going to look back, and that's going to be one of the highlights of your life and one of the stories that you tell. Like, you got to race against, you know, Mariah Castillo, and she set the national record and won the national championship. So what what's her uh, 1,600 PR this year? What was it? Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's 441 in a mile. Yeah. That's smoking fast. Mm, And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, when you went into, uh, in track season, you went into the, the league prelims, um, and I've got the roster here. Um, you were the only freshman in the 1600 prelims, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were, uh, 22 young ladies and you came in. Uh, you finished eighth out of twenty-two, and what what did you come in ranked as? What do you mean by that? Oh, what was I ranked as? You were seated at lower than that, I think. Let me see it. Because those are the final times. Yeah, I was seated eighth, I think. Yeah, or ninth. You moved up a little bit. Yeah, in the mile, I definitely moved up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, and then you went on to the the finals the next week, and out of 12, uh, I think you were seated at Mm 8th, and you finished 7th overall, and you PR'd by another 5 seconds, you ran a 528, and um, that was just an amazing race to watch. That's the only time I saw you get out-kicked all year long. It's the only time I've been out-kicked. It was like... A hundredth of a second or something. Point zero eight. Seconds. By a very, very tall girl that used her leg length on you at, to reach a little bit. Yeah, and she, you looked so small compared to her. It was kind of funny. But um, I think she she had a lot of respect for you. You're pretty gutsy for a freshman to be out there running and with that kind of competition against teams like Saugus. Mm-hmm. So the idea, you know, I've, I've yacked about this at, at you and your brother for years. The idea with sports is that... 
Um, yes, you want your trophies and medals and things like that, but you know, really it's to make you a better person. And I, I've seen you develop through the hardships. You've had a lot of hardships along the way and, 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 uh, challenges and how, how has it changed your, your life and yourself as a person beyond just your times in PRs? I've learned a lot of life lessons <laughs> this year, definitely, that I never would have thought of or never heard of before this year started. And it definitely, this has definitely been a very knowledgeable year for me. Mm. I never, like, throughout my whole life, I don't think I've learned more life lessons than this year combined. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Hmm. I want you to think just for a moment, and you don't know I'm going to say this, but just think where you would be had you not taken that step to join the team and just said it was too hard. Do I have to answer that? You don't have to answer, but I want you to think about it. Um. Just think about how your life would be different. Yeah, running is the reason I get up every day, so. <laughs> You'd be a different person, and I think that's a that's a wonderful thing to share um, because oftentimes we get swept up in the trophy part and the, you know, uh, but there, there, there are life lessons here, and I've, I've, seen you, I've seen you develop your leadership qualities. I think when you get a little more age behind you, you'll be, you'll be one of those team captains. Um, I'm already being considered one. I know, but I you got to put in your time. Chosen. You're not an upperclassman <laughs> yet. Yeah, but you're on your way. You know, you've you've learned a lot, and you're already starting to look at the younger runners and try to help them out. Because you had some, you had some people, um, you know, that loaned you gear and stuff, and 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 helped you develop that had been through that before. And they'd been through similar challenges, and they recognize that. And you know, I, I just think that's that's the wonderful thing about sports when you, when you put it together the right way, is that you do help each other, and it's all for one and one for all. That's that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always work out that way. Some sports maybe less than others, but. Uh, so what are your, so what were your PRs? What were your PRs like going in? To your sophomore year, looking back, what's your 1,600 PR, your two-mile PR in track, and your three-mile PR for cross-country? Uh, my freshman year, my my three-mile PR in cross-country was 2025. 20, mm-hmm. I and mean, what do you want to do this year? Uh, I would like to break 18 at Seaside. Wow. Because Seaside's flat. Mm-hmm. So for um, Riverside, or actually... Well, Riverside, I'm, um, I'd say like eighteen twenty. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a, a little slower than Seaside, but then again, Seaside is in the beginning of the season. And right, right. CIF is in the end, so mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't predict the future, but I want to be under eighteen or in the low eighteens. That's great. Um, sixteen hundred now. PR. Yeah, my sixteen hundred PR was. 528 and my 3200 PR was 1210 but I always had to run 
the 32 after the 16 because they needed me in both. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the mile being my primary event in track, mm-hmm. um, I was tired going into the right. 32. I I was in line to break 12 if I didn't have to double every single yeah, race. Yeah, you didn't get to run it fresh, so you could run you could run high 11s no problem if mm-hmm. you did it fresh now you also ran the 800 and you're you're an exciting 800 meter runner i think they're going to use you in the 800 as you get a little bit older and because you have a smoking fast kick and the 800 is a gutsy race man but even 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 though you're a distance runner you know you were able to jump in that eight and actually do pretty well i think you only got to run it once though right once or twice, maybe a, more than that in a relay. I I never ran it in an individual. Well, I ran it at like the, like a, a purple and gold, but that wasn't really right. a race. That was like a time trial, um, that my school does, mm-hmm. like just their school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have no idea what my time was. There wasn't results or anything. What do you think you can do at eight hundred in? Uh, I think if I actually ran it. At the end of the season, mm-hmm. which I I never did. I wish I did, and I I would have time trialed it. But you just can't simulate the adrenaline that you would get in an actual race, right? So it wouldn't be that accurate anyway. Mm-hmm. I think I could have like, I think I could have gone two twenty five mm-hmm. at the at the fastest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look forward to seeing more of that because that that that's a really exciting race, um, for sure. And your form radically changed between cross country and track. You really cleaned up your lines. You still have some work to do, which is always the case. But um, you're and people notice that they would come up and say, "Oh, well, Ronnie's running like formers so much better." And we did do some work in the off season at home, but I think you just having a little more time and you know doing it you started to figure it out and track is so good for that mm-hmm. you know you just you're on that a very consistent surface and you know the coach can see you all the way around and make the corrections on the fly and and you got more upright you weren't crouching down as much and staying taller and cleaning up some arm form and and all that stuff yeah so um what's your three mile goal um did you say that? You said you were going to 18s, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, low 18s, or under 18. And what do you think you can do the 16 in this year? Um. Well, I'm I'm known for making unrealistic goals and then <laughs> and then uh, getting those goals. I did that my whole freshman year. Right. Well, hey, Ronnie, what, what do you want your mile to be? Oh, I, I want it under 530. You're not going to do that. Your mile is like. Six, because I dropped fifty seconds off of my mile from the beginning of track to the end of track. Wow, fifty seconds! Mm-hmm. That's amazing, and you were in good shape going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's really exciting because you you aren't, um, and you know some people start their kids running competitively really young, and I'm actually critical of that. I think it creates a lot of burnout and injury issues, you know, mentally if not physically as well. And I've seen that in my career. And then sometimes the kids do okay with it, but I don't know. It's a little iffy. So with you, um, you're not burned out at all. I mean, you're you're so fresh to this. We really don't know what you can do, um, except that we predict you're going to get a lot faster because you're pretty much – you're barely scratching the surface here. 
you know mm-hmm. and look what happened i like to um the realistic goal would be sub 510 for the mile mm-hmm. but the goal i would make would be under five right so i guess we'll have to see <laughs> yeah eventually Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was looking at your, you know, your results from the finals and, um, you know, you came in seventh at 528.79 and then six was 528.71. That was the half step on you. And then the next time was 526.48. And then there was a big gap that went to 5.08. So, um, you know, you're very close to being top four in in the foothill uh league you know which is pretty impressive well excluding the incoming freshmen i know there's two of them that are just as fast as me or faster so add two more spots to that list yeah um we'll have to see yeah that'll help you you always want to you always want to train and race against people that are better than you or are going to push you that was one of my secrets to success i always I didn't get comfortable, right? I always look for those people who are going to make me uncomfortable. And I got my butt handed to me a number of times. But that's that's how you learn, and you just go from one person to the next. And um, whether it's studying PE history, I did that with many older people, or cycling, or running. Um, that's what I've done. And so those incoming freshmen that are fast, they're going to help you run better and it's going to drive the competition. Well, it it's been a remarkable year. And I thought it was worth talking about. Yeah, I'd say my sophomore goal for the miles under 5 like I said, under 5 would be my my goal, but the realistic goal would be under 510. Mhm. Um junior year definitely under 5 by then. Mhm. Um Senior year, I'd like to go to all those uh, races <laughs> that are, like, really hard to get into. Mm-hmm. That, like, uh, like the the companies hold after their, like, nationals and all right. that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the, the girls that went to nationals got warm-ups and uniforms and all kinds of nice swag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you're, you're good for the crowd because people like to watch you. You're exciting, and uh, Prefontaine was exciting. People like to watch him run, so you have a lot of uh, personality in your running, and you're a really gutsy runner with a vicious kick, and so um, it's exciting. <laughs> Thank you for sharing the story. Okay. You're welcome. All right, sweetie. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Lean Braze Show. Check us out at theleanbraze.com. Until next time, stay active.